Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On your home for the best Ravens coverage, it's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 105.7 The Fan. Good evening, Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. It's news from the desk. John Harbaugh met with the media yesterday. Here's an injury update on various players. Always looking close. Uh, Ajabo gave you gave you some information, so I feel more free to kind of comment on that. But um, he's decided on uh, that he's going to get himself back from the high ankle sprain. And uh, he had like a, a sprained knee, I would say. Uh, so he's, he's going to be in the neighborhood here in the next few weeks. Tyus, I'm going to let Tyus comment on that. You know, so that's, that's uh, gotten a little more complicated over the last couple of weeks. And I'm um, really not really at liberty to talk about it right now. But uh, at some point in time, I'm sure we'll have an announcement on that one way or another. He's got to make some choices and decisions. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, the Bowser one, that was like complete shock to me. Well, it was a shock, but not totally. You know, that he's got decisions to make. You know, um, I don't think he'll play again this year. Now, with Ajabo, I mean, Bob, because I think two weeks ago, Harps kind of said the same thing about Ajabo. He's got some decisions that he's got to make, and now he's going to play again. You know, so um, I don't, I'm not sure, you know, if it was because a lot of times people have that ankle surgery. When they have the high ankle sprain, they go in and, you know, get that uh, ankle surgery. So maybe that was what he was thinking. I don't. I don't know for sure. But Bowser's more of a knee issue. Yeah, Bowser's. Yeah, Bowser's had the knee, and and he didn't hurt it here. You know, non-football injury. Right. So I, I don't know how he hurt it or what he did, but it's not. It's not healing. Marcus Williams. He came back from the labrum or the um, bicep. Peck. Peck. Wearing the sleeve, and he's been back for a couple of weeks, but he leaves the game against Tennessee with a hamstring. Now, Marcus Williams, the injury is what for him right now, John Harbaugh? Yeah, it's for Marcus. You know, that's challenging. It's kind of like it's how it goes sometimes. Um, and it was he was trying to block on the uh, return, the Geno's interception return, and got kind of hit sort of from behind it on the side, and that kind of made the hamstring strain. Not a long-term hamstring, uh, but hamstrings are finicky. So it's not going to be a couple of days. It might be. It's going to be week to week probably. 
I think he's going to be real iffy for this week, and then after that, we'll see where it goes. I mean, you know, they they sure could use him because they're going to have to play. They're going to have to play some good pass coverage this week. And Bob, when you watch it on film, he's going up after the interception, and then it almost just looks like he gets shot, and just like bam, then he's laying down. You know, it was kind of kind of crazy. Like he gets hit in the side of the leg, takes another step, and then boom, down. When you hear week to week, though, you're not anticipating he'll be back in two weeks. This could be a multiple week situation for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing with a hammy, two to four. And unfortunately for Marcus Williams, since the Ravens signed him from New Orleans, injuries have been. He's played well when he's on the field. Yep. But injuries have kept him off the field. Last year was a wrist. Then the pack, and now the hamstring. And, Bob, I mean, you got to give the guy credit, too, because he could have, if he wanted to, he, he could have had surgery on the pack and been done for the year. You know, but he was willing to fight through it and, you know, have surgery at the end of the season and stuff, which, you know, a lot of players, they don't like to do that, Bob, because, you know what, then you're cutting into their time. Looking at his career in New Orleans, by the way, Marcus Williams, 15 games, 16 games, 15 games, 14 games, 16 games. And then 10 last year, three so far this season. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of times you just, you don't know. You don't know. I mean, because his the injuries that he's gotten, and he hadn't been hurt hardly with anything, and now he's getting hurt all the time. Just one of those, just unlucky. Gino Stone has stepped up, however, when called upon to do some really good things. And John Harbaugh praising the young safety. Well, it was kind of a numbers game at the time. We still liked him at the time. And then we brought him back right away, you know, when he came available again. So I don't think it was ever a thing that we didn't like Gino. But uh, he's definitely a, developed into a heck of a player. You know, he's grown so much, Bo, since those days. And he was, he was a good player then. But, man, he's just getting his opportunity. I think it's a good example of, of someone that – takes care of the details on a day-to-day basis, comes to work every day, does his best, you know, doesn't doesn't complain, doesn't get all caught up in things, why is this not happening for me or that's not happening for me. Then when his opportunity comes, he's prepared and he makes the most of it, you know, and that's something that you just, it's just great to see. And it's a good lesson, I think, for young people, you know, if they're going to watch it, I want to be great at something or I want to be a pro football player, watch Geno Stone and what he's been doing. Yeah, he's smart, he's tough, and... I mean, Bob, you know, I mean, they cut him because he wasn't very good when he was here. I remember, you know, watching him out at practice, and he went up to New England, and they cut him. So it wasn't like, you know, he was doing great, but, you know, give him give him credit because he worked at his craft. I mean, he, he was talking to Chuck about learning to get into the broadcast business here, you know. So, but give the kid a ton of credit because now – you know, he's playing good. He's starting. Started, you know, what, a lot of those games last year. But he's really smart, you know, and he's got instincts. He can play the ball. He's tough. He'll tackle. He just doesn't have a ton of range. He's actually graded out really high, too, yeah. this year. Aside from the three picks, which ties him for the NFL lead, Pro Football Focus has him rated as one of the better safeties in football. And by the way, they'll put anybody in front of a microphone. So Gino Stone, look into that. It's video at Haiti 1057 The Fed. It is news from the desk. Kyle Hamilton, or excuse me, the Ravens. We talked about it earlier. Two for nine in the red zone last couple of weeks. Can't get that ball across the goal line. John Harbaugh, what the hell's going on there? I don't know if there's any one theme. It's always little things here and there, but 
you know, we were we were running into some big fronts there. You know what I mean? We we try to spread them out. They didn't cooperate quite as much in terms of spreading out, and then we didn't. You know, they they did a good job. They, they they're a very good front. I mean, they've got some very physical players. The whole game was like that. They are a physical, tough run defense. We're going to see as or more this week against the Lions. So we're going to have to do a great job of game planning all across the field, red zone, outside the red zone, run pass, run pass options. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it was tough to run the ball because Tennessee, you know, and we said that was one of the keys, Simmons and Autry, Simmons and Autry. You know, because the problem for the Ravens is playing big physical guys like that inside on your two guards in your center, it's not a good matchup for the Ravens. Especially Lindebaum, you know he's gonna he's gonna struggle with big power, and they put Simmons over there a lot, you know, so that's gonna be difficult. So they got a lot of lot of penetration throughout the day, you know, and and that disrupted a lot of their run game stuff. And then finally, as we put a ball on what happened in London, Kyle Hamilton got the heave ho. John Harbaugh, what did the league tell you about that one? Well, yeah, I mean, she certainly will ask the league about it because you just want to understand. Uh, what the parameters are, I think really based generally, it was definitely a, a flaggable penalty. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It was helmet to helmet. The one thing I do know is that Kyle certainly didn't intend to do that. He was coming over trying to play the ball, uh, and uh, and their helmets hit, you know. So, uh, and it was forcible, so it should have been flagged. Beyond that, it's really a judgment call whether the, the officials on the field make it or whether it goes back to New York, which is my understanding it did in that particular case. Uh, it's a judgment call on their part, and they make it, and you just you just live with it. That's what it is. So they'll explain it to us, I'm sure, and, and they had their reasons for doing it, and, and that's the way it went, and we accept that. Yeah, I mean, was it a total shock? Not really. I mean, when you saw it, when you saw the play. Um, the flag was warranted. Oh, no doubt. Uh, and nobody's disagreeing <clears throat> with that. And, and, Bob, let me just say this. If I showed you the clip of the play, the – where he lines up and how far he has to go, Kyle, is unbelievable the range that he showed because he read the quarterback's eyes and boom, he took off hauling ass to get there. And he got there. I mean, it was impressive the the ground that he made up on that play. It's video at Haiti, 1057 the fan. When we come back, we'll count the money, buy or sell. Turn it up Tuesday, cash at that. Ryan Ripken, our colleague, Baltimore Baseball tonight, talking about the MLB playoffs. Going to hear from Kyle Van Noy coming up around 1245, along with more John Harbaugh. Jeffrey Chadia has some NFL lunch with us coming up at 1 o'clock. Feeble 5, who are the five worst teams in the NFL through six weeks? We'll find out then. And then Rock Cabaco, Brad Selix leaving the Ravens for the Nationals. How does this impact Mike Elias? in talent evaluation and who's getting big raises from Baltimore this offseason. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057 The Fan, turn it up Tuesday, cranking it up to 12. Got plenty going on in the world of sports, college football, you got the NFL, obviously, baseball playoffs, NBA starts next week, NHL's already started, and so much more to get into as time permits. But right now, let's start it off, count some cash, buy or sell. All right, Bob, the Dow's up 92, the S&P's up 12, NASDAQ is up 16, DraftKings is up 60 cents. Under Armour's up uh, 43 cents to 694. We're actually going to start here in college football, Bob. Georgia's season just took a pretty big hit. All-American tight end Brock Bowers going down with an ankle injury. And uh, he's going to undergo surgery that will have him out at least four to six weeks. That's more on the optimistic side, though. We already knew the Bulldogs, a three-peat for them was going to be somewhat unlikely, even if they are still ranked number one. But... By yourself, Bob, the loss of Bowers ends their chances of even appearing in the national title I'll game. I'll sell that because, I mean, they have a championship coach. They still have talented players on both sides of the ball. Might not be as explosive offensively, of course. They have a bye this week. Then they have Florida. So that'll be a litmus test game. But after that, Missouri ranked. Ole Miss ranked. Tennessee ranked. So they've got a little gauntlet there once they get into November. But I don't think they're done just yet. Over to the NFL, the Panthers, the only winless team in football right now, and they're going to have some changes when they return from their Week 7 bye. Frank Reich has handed over play-calling duties to his offensive coordinator, Thomas Brown, and this was known really since Reich took over the job. He said it right out the gate, I'm going to call plays to start. At some point, I'm going to transfer that over to the OC, but never really uh, committed on when that would be. Here we are. It's happening midseason. Could certainly use a boost on that side of the ball. You got a rookie at the helm, severe lack of scoring. 
buy or sell, Vinny, a fresh play caller will change things for the Panthers? Um, still the same offense, same scheme, same everything. Um, will it change? I'll buy it. I'll say it'll give it a little little boost. I'm guessing that the owner gave it a little boost, too. Over to the NBA here. Many teams, this is a rumor going around, apparently keeping an eye on Minnesota Timberwolves star center Carl Anthony Towns. Rumors are this upcoming season, if it doesn't go as planned for Minnesota, that they could look to move on from him and his hefty contract in a trade. And as you would guess, the Knicks as always, have their name in the rumors. Every big name player. Yep. The Knicks are always attached to it. You know they haven't won a championship in 50 years. Well, they they need the stars. Yeah. Uh, but I'll ask you here, buy or sell, a big man like Towns and his skill set is actually what New York is missing right now. Well, I'll buy it because he's a premier player. Gets hurt. Has some injury issues. But he's one of these prototype Seven-footer, can shoot from the perimeter. He's a multi-skilled big man, but he's lost a lot of games in Minnesota, too. So is he a transcendent kind of player? Or he's a missing piece to a contending team? I guess he's more of a missing piece kind of guy. But, yes, anybody could use a guy as good as him. Sure. My question is, him and Thibodeau go back, though, and I don't know if that relationship it was, was more, as good. Well, if memory serves, Jimmy Butler's the one that kind of zapped out on him and uh, Wiggins mm-hmm. at the time, and Thibodeau kind of let it go because it looked like they had a nice little core. They made the playoffs with those three, and then Butler went off on them and uh, was at training camp that year and then never recovered. So, yeah, that could be an interesting dynamic for sure. And we'll close with this one here. Still a lot of mixed reports about Deshaun Watson's health. Missed the last two games, three weeks overall when you count the bye. And Kevin Stefanski says he's day-to-day still. P.J. Walker was serviceable enough to help them beat the 49ers. That's no small task there. Definitely an upgrade over uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson at the least. But Vinny Byersell, there should be no rush to force Watson back for their next game against the Colts. I'll buy it. With that defense, (coughs) I think that defense travels pretty well. You know, that defense is... They can win games for him as long as the offense not turning it over. So, yeah, let him get healthy. That's it. That's it. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, we're going to talk baseball playoffs with Ryan Ripken, our colleague from Baltimore Baseball. Tonight brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Unfortunately, not talking about an Orioles playoff game, but the Rangers are two wins away from the World Series. Phillies win last night, so they're looking to get back for the second consecutive season. Stay tuned for that. Going to hear from Kyle Van Noy and John Harbaugh. Later on in the hour, Jeffrey Jadia, NFL Network, joins us for NFL Lunch. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we got the Feeble Five, the five worst teams in the NFL through six weeks and then Rock Cabaco, MassInSports.com. Talk about the Orioles, the offseason, the work that's going to have to be done, including replacing Brad Selig. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. Being Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday, crank it up to 12. You want to allow, we'll play it for you. Send your song request to the Plaza Port Tax Line at Portet 583-1057. Bob Haiti, Vinny's Rado, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. MLB playoffs continue tonight with the NLCS Game 2. Texas Rangers in a pretty good position right now. Up to zip on the Houston Astros. Texas, as we've talked about, 7-0 in the playoffs. Six of those wins on the road after they had a losing record in the regular season away from home. Here to talk about that and more, our colleague on Baltimore Baseball tonight, brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Let's bring in on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's Ryan Ripken. Ryan, what's happening? Ah, you know, not not too much. How's your Turn It Up Tuesday going so far? Well, it's cranking. I got a little gout in the ankle, which is kind of bothering me, but I'm going to tough it out there, Ryan Ripken, if you know what I'm talking about. Let's put a bow on the Orioles before we get to the League Championship Series. Last time we spoke, the Orioles were fighting for survival. Dean Kramer going up against Evaldi. Orioles got clobbered. Season came to an abrupt end. 101 win, wins, uh, First time they won 100 games since 1980. Brandon Hyde joined Earl Weaver as the only Oriole manager to win 100 games in a season. So as we now have had a week to look back on what was, how are we judging things if we're ready to judge right now the season of 2023? I think it was a season of a lot of joy for baseball fans, specifically Oriole fans. You know, quite frankly, the whole season – was uh, such a pleasure to watch unfold. You know, it was initially is what was this team going to do early on? Oh, they're having some success. How much success are they going to have? And then they kept winning. And then how they were winning. They were coming back when it looked like all hope was lost. And they'd come up and, and win these big games against the best teams. And all of a sudden you pass Tampa Bay and the conversation went from, well, we might, we might make the playoffs too. We might be the best team in the American League. So I think that there was so much uh, to be proud and happy of if you are an Orioles fan and for the organization. But are you disappointed? Absolutely. Because once you get past the, the, the feel good, once you're in the playoffs, the one goal is to win the World Series. And you got to look at it. Did they accomplish that goal? No. But what they did accomplish this year should have everyone excited for what seems like this first 
shot at the window of opportunity for the Orioles, which we should see moving forward for years to come. Now, a narrative after the Orioles lost and the Dodgers lost, and you know where I'm going with this, Ryan, and the Braves lost. And, you know, Brandon Hyde even mentioned, you know, we tried to simulate games best we could, but the six days off, you know, may have been a detriment to us. What can Major League Baseball do other than adding two more teams in each league or subtracting teams to make the first round of the playoffs fair where in regards to the teams that win their divisions don't have to wait six days before they play their first playoff game. Yeah. You know, I was, uh, we talked about this before, but the fact that I believe the Orioles had five days off, you know, same with the Dodgers, all those five days off between um, the, the rounds, and I don't think – I think the all-star break was four days, to be honest, at the middle middle part of the season. So you're asking guys at the most important part of the year to do something that they haven't done all season. And I think that, to me, sometimes isn't being fair. But if, if you would ask every team if they had a choice, if you asked the Orioles, hey, would you rather play in the best uh, best of three wild card or have a bye and, and be the number one seed, you know, everyone's going to take that number one seed. And actually talked with Oakland A's – outfielder all-star Brent Rooker he brought up the point to me and you're like yeah you're right no one is gonna want to play in the wild card but having said that maybe it is you extend the ALDS or the DS series in general to seven games make the championship series seven games just because it does seem like a lot of these teams were sleepwalking and there is a it's a real thing for teams to, to gain momentum and it's no secret that the teams right now that have the most momentum, the Phillies, the Diamondbacks, and the uh, the Rangers, really kind of built that up for that first round of the wild card. So I don't know what to say with it, but I, I would just hope that um, maybe shorten the time or make it a best of seven to maybe give those teams a little bit better of a chance. Ryan Ripken joining us, Biddy and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, talking baseball with you on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Let's get to the Rangers. We saw them come through Baltimore with two, and then finish them off a week ago tonight in Arlington. They're 7-0. and They're 6-0 and on the road in the postseason. They had a losing record on the road during the regular season. How do we try to explain things, or is this one of these baseball nuances that is somewhat unexplainable right now? I mean... <laughs> Texas is not just on fire. They're scorching. They're scalding. I don't even know how to fully describe what type of level that that they are on. But it's exciting for baseball fans, not for Oriole fans. And actually, if if I'm not mistaken, didn't the Orioles run into the Kansas City Royals back in in 14? Yeah, we were talking about that. And, you know, some in the Orioles just are having some – talk about bad luck going against two teams that are doing historic feats, right? But Texas is this team where they always had the talent. Their lineup was the best in the American League all year. And they just they hit that rough patch for a couple weeks, found their footing, and really it was we saw their starting pitching, how would they hold up, and could their bats come alive. Their bullpen's kind of, you know, Chapman's still up and down. They still have some questions there. But could their strengths of their team come out and shine in the biggest moments, and that answer has been yes. Their starting pitching has been unbelievable, and their their offensive lineup can go go with anybody in any pitching staff in all of Major League Baseball. So what you're seeing right now is a Texas team that uh, I've said this last week. If Texas plays like they did against Baltimore, which they've already started against Houston, they're going to win the World Series. And I don't think that that's far-fetched to say, especially after the first two games of the ALCS. 
Now, in the National League, Arizona, they lose last night 5-3 to the Phillies. They've made it this far as a team that barely got in. 84 wins during the regular season, even though you might be playing with house money at this point if you're Tori Lovello and the Diamondbacks. How are they feeling today going into an all-important game, too, as the Phillies are a team that's on a mega roll themselves right now? Yeah, I'll tell you what, I don't think I've seen a home field advantage in, in recent years as far as have that impact like like it is playing in Philadelphia. It just feels like that team is playing at a different level in Philly. But I will say if you're a D-backs fan, the fact that they were able to bounce back, make it a game at the end. They fought back, and yep. I think Arizona is going to give them a good shot. But obviously your, your focus is trying to even up the series in Philly. I think that's a tall task. I still like Philly overall. But even though it's a feel-good story, like I mentioned earlier, just because it's a feel-good story, your goal is to still go to the World Series. So even though you say, hey, we got nothing to lose, your goal is is to try to get to the Fall Classic, and you're close. But um, the Diamondbacks, they can build off the momentum of the end of last game. I think we should be in for a pretty exciting game, too. Hey, Ryan, did you get a chance to play with Bryce Harper in Washington? And if you did – what type of what type of teammate? Because I love the passion and stuff that he plays with. So I never got to play with Bryce, but we're in the organization at the same time, and I got to to meet with him and spend time with him over the years there, and um, you know, in, in certain situations. And, and look, I, it's interesting the phenomenon with Bryce. I felt that so many people uh, really they were polarized. They either really liked him or they hated him, and I still felt like that kind of is today. But I feel like that's really switched. I think a lot of people in the Maryland area, especially Nats fans, were very soured about Harper's uh, leaving. And he was always a hard worker. He always was wanted to, to go out there and give his best effort for the team. And sometimes that attitude could be looked at as arrogant. And I don't think that that's fair to him. But But that's the way it was. I've been really impressed with, the fact he has dealt with so much pressure over his life and everything seemed to fall on his shoulders when things went wrong. And to see him kind of blossom into what we're watching as a Hall of Fame player, but to see him come into his own and really embrace a city, I think it's tremendous. And I'm really happy for him. I wish it worked out in Washington where he stayed. Uh, But I I got nothing but good things to say about him. He treated me well, and, and his work ethic is some of the best you'll ever see. I tell you what, I don't know that a guy fits, you know, the city that he went to any better. You know, I mean, because he fits in Philly perfectly, you know, because those fans, they're they're nuts in Philadelphia. Oh, it was it seems like it was a perfect match made in heaven, yeah. you know, to be honest. And and especially the last couple of years, now that they've had the success and he thrives off of their energy. I mean, he's having him and, and Nick Castellanos, for that matter, are are playing at a, a whole different level. But I think that that's what makes it perfect. And I think that's why people are pulling for the Phillies more mm-hmm. is because of the connection that their superstar player has with their community. And it just feels like both of them, you know, it just fits like a glove. So I, I'm glued to it. I, I Again, I'm not a Phillies fan, but I can't take my eyes off of what's happening in Philly mm-hmm. because of the relationship the players have with their fan base. He's Ryan Ripken, our colleague, Baltimore Baseball Tonight. No longer uh, doing the shows for the birds, but we still talking some baseballs. There's still plenty of postseason fun left to go. Ryan, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the rest of your Turn It Up Tuesday. 
You guys as well. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan Ripken, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, reset the program for you. Going to hear from Kyle Van Noy and John Harbaugh talking about the Ravens. Ravens, they're 4 2. <laughs> they're taking on another first place team in the Detroit Lions, who are 5 1. Ravens are three point favorites in Sunday's matchup. Jeffrey Chadia, NFL Network, will have some NFL lunch with us at 1 o'clock. And then we got the Feeble Five, who are the five worst teams in the NFL through six weeks. By not around 115, and then Rock Baco, MassInSports.com. Brad Selick leaves, raves the Orioles for the Nationals. As a matter of fact, what does this mean for Mike Elias? And who's getting a raise? Who might get non-tendered arbitrary? Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Start off Tuesday, little Jimmy. Never bad to crank up the Hendrix, that's for sure. Anything you want to hear loud, we'll play it for you. Send your song request. Plaza for text line at 410-583-1057. Jeffrey Chadia. Joins us for NFL Lunch coming up top of the hour. He's with NFL Network. Feeble Five were the five worst teams in the National Football League through uh, six weeks, which ended last night as San Diego, or excuse me, the Chargers probably wish they were in San Diego because it was had more Cowboy fans than it was Charger fans. They dropped the two and three. Maybe they're in it. Who knows? You'll find out around 115 or so. Rock and Baco, MassInSports.com. We'll talk some Orioles. Players are due pay raises. Who's going to get them? Who could be Gonzo? When are they going to dangle some of these prospects for trade? Get this pitching staff. They need a closer. Will they go outside the organization? What happens with D.L. Hall? You put him back in the rotation. Same with Tyler Wells. You leave him in the bullpen. These are questions that need to be answered. Won't be answered today, but we'll start to poke away a little bit for sure. But let's get back to the Ravens. Kyle Van Noy goes on with Pat McAfee. Kyle Van Noy, two-time Super Bowl champion, now wreaking havoc for the Ravens defensively, was talking about Sunday's game against Detroit, and is it a litmus test game for the Ravens' D? I mean, let, let's keep it a buck. Before I got here, they pay, played a rookie a rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud, in his first start, won that game. Then we beat the – I believe they beat the Bengals. Um, that Joe Burrow was hurt. And then we come back and beat Cleveland with a backup quarterback. Then we lose to the Steelers. To me, the Lions is going to be our first true test on being a really good football team. They're five, five and six, five and one. Yeah, five and one. They're really good. Jared Goff playing elite football. Yeah, it, it's well. The Cleveland defense was no joke for right. the offense. You know, on the road at Cleveland, that was that was no joke. You know, so I don't know that you're going to face a better defense anywhere in National Football League than they did in Cleveland. Now, as a total team, Detroit's better than Cleveland as a total team. And their offense, you know, Jared Goff, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see because Detroit averages scoring 28 points a game and Golf's Golf's having a phenomenal year like he said. And 
this is the first legitimate quarterback that they've played. So we'll see if they can. And, and, and Bob, they have three number one picks in the offensive line and two number threes, all by the Lions. So they have, you know, a lot of talented guys in that offensive line also. So it's going to be, it, it's it's a huge test for the Ravens, a huge test. And, and one that, you know, if they can go to five and five and two, that's going to be a big, big win. It's going to say a lot about who they are because they're going to have to score points to win this game. The offense has got to, they're going to have to show up a lot more than, you know, two quarters or three quarters. They may have to play all four quarters and probably have to win the fourth quarter, at least the last two minutes of the game. It's funny how the profile of Jared Goff has changed the last couple of years, too. Yeah. Figured he was done in L.A. <laughs> they traded him away from Matt Stafford, who did win them a Super Bowl. But if you had a do-over right now, who do you think Sean McVay would like? Jared Goff right now, completing almost 70% of his passes for 1,600-plus yards, 11 touchdowns, three picks. He's only been sacked 10 times. Quarterback rating is 105.1, so having a monster season for sure. But for Kyle Van Noy, coming into Baltimore after the season begins, how long did it take you to get caught up with Mike McDonald's defense? I think for me personally, I always, I'm always i kind of like you when it comes to IQ. You I'm confident in me learning any system. I learned it in a week. I could tell people what to do. I was helping um, some guys out on certain things, which was awesome. And then, you know, for me, it's physically, I had to get my legs underneath me. It took probably until this game to be like confident, like, oh, my legs are finally with me. Yeah, it, uh, it definitely takes some time to get into game shape. You know, and he had a good game, you know, especially rushing the passer. Now, he did get pancaked one time on a run play. Oh, my God. They just walked him back and just threw him on his back. But he's a pass rush guy. And, you know, he's going to – Bobby's averaged five and a half sacks for his career. And for the Ravens this year, it probably end up with five and a half or more sacks, you know, because he just – he has a way. You know, like we talk about Oway, you know, he doesn't have counters. He, You know, he gets close. No, Van Noy – has a way to get to the quarterback. He gets to the quarterback. So the veteran experience, man, it definitely shows. And like he said, Bob, he's he went Stanford, right? BYU. BYU. Same thing. And uh, super smart. Super smart. And that's what he is. I mean, and that's probably one of the other reasons why he hangs around so long is because is he is an extremely smart guy. Now, you go up against Lamar Jackson, you learn some things, and now you play with him. So, Kyle Van Noy, your impressions of Lamar as an opponent and now as a teammate? I, I believe Lamar has grown tremendously, and I, I want to be careful with this because I don't want to come off and be like I'm ha- happy with where we're at as a team because I think we still can uh, be a lot better. I just think his growth and improvement at quarterbacking has taken a huge jump. I mean, some of the plays that I've seen in practice and then some of the plays that I've seen in the game, the timing, the touch. Oh, that was okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. What the hell are they doing in that room that he was recording that interview? Yeah. Oh, he's building a cabinet. It was outside, actually. It's a little lawnmower going around. Chopping wood. Yeah. The the thing about it, he has – he has made great strides this year. And I think uh, the biggest thing was, you know, he's healthy. He got his contract. He's happy. 
So you put all those things in, you know, all it is is about football now. So I think he's studying more, and he looks like he's in better shape than he was last year. He's throwing the ball well. I, I, I totally agree. I think the last two weeks, Bob, he's made big jumps in improving, you know, and throwing the football and stuff. So I expect him to continue to stack him because they need him to continue to stack these for them to get wins. Now, getting back to the Ravens' defense, we talked about Jared Goff, what he has done here offensively, and they've been keeping him clean for the most part this year. Ravens tied for the lead in the sack department as a team with Buffalo. And here's John Harbaugh explaining yesterday to the media the consistency they've had in their pass rush this year. It is probably because it's a lot of different people. You know, we are. We're getting a pass rush production from everybody. It was A lot of times it was... It was pressures early, which I think you'd mentioned a couple times. Now it's pressures and sacks. We're starting to sacks are starting to fall in place. And I think we'd sped, spoken about that in terms of they come in bunches sometimes. So we want to keep the sacks coming. Uh, they did a great job la- yesterday morning uh, in terms of finishing off those sacks. You know, getting the quarterback on the ground is kind of the last straw. And even when the quarterback broke out a couple times, whichever quarterback it was, uh, Tannehill or Willis, our guys were able to chase him down. So that's what you want. Yeah, and I think one of the things that Harv said there was finish and get him to the ground. You know, because so many times, how many times, you know, have they got there, finished, but then could never get him to the ground? And now they're doing that. And, and Bob, they are coming in bunches. I mean, you know, six six this week, five. You know, they're, they're getting a lot of sacks. Now, it, this week's going to be a different thing because this is, you know, an experienced quarterback that knows how to get rid of the ball quick. So uh, this is going to be a challenge for that defense. So we're talking more football coming up next as uh, Jeffrey Chadia joins us for NFL lunch from NFL network. The women's top 25 college basketball came out today. LSU defending champs, Angel Reese, Baltimore. They're ranked number one. They get 35 of the 36 first place votes. UConn coming in number two, Iowa three, Maryland ranked number 14. And uh, for all our boxing fans out there, looks like showtime. After four decades, bailing. Really? On boxing. They've been doing big pay-per-views. Charlo and Canelo was pay-per-view. The Spence and Crawford was pay-per-view. Got Benavidez and Andre coming up uh, next month. Tank Davis, Ryan Garcia. But it looks like Showtime getting out of the boxing business after four decades. HBO bailed five years ago. Why? Fox hasn't had an event in uh, quite some time. Where's it going to? Streaming services, I guess. But uh, boxing, as I grew up watching it, where you could watch it on a Saturday afternoon. uh, Wide world of sports. Yeah, 4.30 in the afternoon. I mean, Ali'd fight at night on ABC, Larry Holmes, Marvin Hagler. But those days are gone. It looks like Showtime saying uh, bye-bye to boxing. Jeffrey Jadia coming up next. Feeble 5 coming up around 1.15. And we'll talk Orioles with Rock Cabaco from MassInSports.com, 1.30-ish. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 